It's the slightly crunchy mom cast. Slightly crunchy mom cast. Where our discussions are based in evidence. And we try to maintain our relevance. But two drinks in, and we try not to lose our. It's the slightly crunchy mom cast. Slightly crunchy mom cast. The slightly crunchy mom cast. Hey, hey, welcome to the slightly crunchy mom cast. This is a podcast with research based parenting information from a real world perspective of two moms just trying not to lose their shit. Woo! Hey, do you like our podcast or do you hate it? Just let us know. Take a moment and leave us a review on iTunes. It'll help us out and it'll also help other people find our podcast that want to or don't want to. It doesn't really matter. Either way, they'll find it. Hey, today's episode 12 and we're talking about pregnancy. Pregnancy. It sucks. Oh, God. <laughs> Uh, I'm Brittany. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist and a licensed clinical addiction specialist. And I'm Whitney. And today I got to spend my morning watching my dog eat a rotting dead deer carcass. God, Whitney, that's disgusting. No shit, Brittany. Why are you? What? Yeah. Why? So, okay. So like I'm into this God, natural. Baby. Nope. But mm. <laughs> so I'm into this like natural thing where we go walk our dogs where nobody is. So I was like, let's let Tuna off the leash. We are currently. Tuna's the dog for this. We are currently <laughs> fostering Tuna. Uh, Foster forever is Whitney's mom. We have in fact had her <laughs> for about seven months and just not paid the fee. But so we're quote unquote fostering her. And so I let her off the or leash. Or you're stealing. I don't know. Either way. I'm going to pay. Oh, my God. So, anyway, I let her off the leash, and she's running around. We can't find her for, like, an hour. Mm. I don't really care. Whatever. We're in the woods. And after a little bit, I start. I'm like, tuna. Brian's like, I mean, I see tuna. So, we see her because she's black, and it's snowing. Mm. And she's, like, right there. And I look at her. As she looks up, she has this rotting dead deer out of her mouth. And I was like, oh, my God. Oh, God. Oh, God. So, I, like, run up to get her, right? I fall on the way up because there's snow. It's, like, a a deer and I'm like no tuna tuna's scared of life like no so she drops right then I put the leash on only to fall three times on the way back down (laughs) and I was like oh my god oh god so that's how I got to spend my morning oh so also I just want to let everyone know that okay so each week when we do the podcast Whitney it has such a production with the headphones it's like this she has 14 pairs of headphones and none of them fit her right right like the earbuds hurt her ears then she buys the over ear ones and they don't fit her head I just want to let everyone know what I'm looking at right now Whitney okay so I brought the podcast equipment in one of those little reusable grocery bags Whitney has crammed that grocery bag on top of her head first of all she's using it to hold up her headphones and this is will be the picture of this week because you have to see it because it's out of control only if I decide no okay I I have headphones that work out great. They have this nice little cushion to them. They're like those um, really expensive Boss ones or Bose or whatever. Bose? Whatever. Bose. Bose by Kanye West. Anyway, they, for whatever reason, don't work into the thing. So I got to wear these ones that don't fit my head. I have a tiny, I am a delicate bird. Oh, she is a delicate flower. What are you drinking? (laughs) What are you drinking? Listen, I'm going to be honest. I don't know. It was weird. I got it at Total Wine. It's like R1 Hazy IPA. Anyways, it's good. It's fine. I'm drinking a uh, Hazy Double IPA because I can't talk about pregnancy without having a double IPA. Amen to that. Oh, let's go. 
go. So listen, we want to talk about pregnancy because, you know, I take a real offense to the women, I'm just going to put this out there, that are like, oh, it's such a flower of a time. I just enjoy the gift of life growing and flourishing inside of me. You're just glowing. I love being pregnant. There are women that glow, though. Listen, let me tell you, it's because they're sweating because freaking hot listen here's the thing if if that's you and you just love being pregnant and you are just so enamored with that experience this is probably not the episode for you because (laughs) i (laughs) now am i do i think that the gift of pregnancy is just that a gift yes is it amazing also yes do I love my children and it's just like amazing gift of life? Sure. But did it suck for 10 months? Yes. I mean, there are people out there that do it well, dude. I got a friend, I'm Megan. I'm not one of those. I'm a wreck. Is, okay, so my friend Megan, she's like 34 weeks and she's probably going to be listening to this holla. Hey, and Megan, is, I hope you're enjoying your 34 she weeks is of pregnancy. Beautiful. I just saw her, like, her maternity photos. And when I say like stunning, I was like, damn mm. but me on the other hand Winnie how beautiful was I when I was pregnant you this was just a few months ago was please tell me was I go- oh I was gorgeous tell tell us listen by the way you look <laughs> and the way you feel are two totally different things right <laughs> pregnancy is just it's just it is so many things mm. wrapped up in one yes. right so it's when I things. I always thought that I was gonna be an adorable pregnant person. <laughs> I really I really had this vision where I was gonna like love pregnancy and I was gonna have this belly and everybody go oh my god like totally touch your belly and that was like until I actually first got of all pregnant. don't touch my belly. You a, can still touch my belly. I don't like it. Well, you're weird about your space. I have no space issues. Mm, I got a space. I like my bubble. Yeah. Don't come in my bubble. <laughs> but. I got pregnant. Mm-hmm. And then you threw up forever. I had hyperemesis. <laughs> talk about that. So I do want to talk about that. But I want to first talk about first trimesters and what is happening. So in the woman, your hormones, your hormones change and they affect your whole body. So you're going to feel tired. You may have painful breasts. You may have morning sickness, mm-hmm. constipation. You have bad taste cravings, in your mouth. Bad taste Ugh, or distasteful food, frequent urination, like your urination. <sighs> You have a headache. You have heartburn. You may also you have... can't sleep well. You may have none of these symptoms. Those are the not. people that look amazing. The baby is growing a brain and a spinal cord. It's the heart and the little the little nubs from its arms are like coming out between four and five weeks. Looking like a tadpole. It's got like little arms. <laughs> at, at week eight, all the major organs have thorns. The uh-huh. heart starts beating regularly and your sex organs form. And then at week 12, the nerves and muscles of the um, begin to form and work together and the sex organs are totally formed and the head begins to grow slowly. So you feel like shit in the first trimester. Yep. while the Because baby, it's literally sucking the life out of you. While the baby is just it's growing nubs and organs yes. and everything mm-hmm. else and that's amazing it's so amazing i had hyperemesis <laughs> so if anyone has um so you've probably heard about hyperemesis which Whitney's going to talk about but I, I did not have hyperemesis um i had nausea but it was pretty typical nausea in my pregnancies but i recently watched a documentary on hbo um with amy schumer's um kind of journey through pregnancy 
oh my goodness. So she had hyperemesis. She had already signed a contract with Netflix to go do her stand-up shows. And man, that woman's a trooper. She still did them. But like she's in between ER visits, getting hooked mm-hmm. up for some fluids. She's throwing up all the time. And Wendy's going to talk about this, but for several months into her pregnancy, she sort of thought that was the experience of most women. Like this is just what pregnancy yep. is. We all just get profusely ill. And it's not to that level. It's not. Well, I think the hyperemesis, and we'll talk about a lot of complications with pregnancy and kind of how it feels, but hyperemesis in general was one of those things that Kate Middleton yes, and Amy Schrumer got to like put a name on and really highlight. I was pregnant before them. I was pregnant with Kate Middleton and, and her first pregnancy, she was kind of like in the hospital and they're like, oh, she's just a little sick. So my experience was, a, was uh, and I actually, the Megan I was talking about, I worked with her and, and she'll, she's hilarious when we talk about it. I was miserable. So about, I found out I was pregnant at four weeks because remember I test early. Yeah. So stupid. Don't do it. I tested and early too. I, I just know, wanted to but know. But after our last episode, I think it's important to keep highlighting. Yeah. Like, I mean, I think if you can But you're going to do what you do. Yeah. You're, our podcast ain't going to change you. Boo. No, it's not. You be you boo. Like whatevs. So I tested early, like three days, knew I was pregnant. About five days later, I started feeling nauseous and very nauseous. I also had a taste in my mouth that felt like I was chewing on dog turds. <laughs> Mom was metallic. Mom was dog turds. Mom was like if I had like four pennies in my mouth all the time and I could choose gum and it wouldn't. I will say like that's, there's a few symptoms of pregnancy for me that were just really bad that persisted throughout and that was one of them. Well, you know what's funny is that's also the time you choose not to tell most people. mm most people True. don't even know you're pregnant, right? So they just think that Brittany's being a bitch. <laughs> or that Winnie's like being like, ugh, I don't want to go anywhere, right? Yeah. Because nobody knows that you're pregnant. Mm-hmm. You're just like, and you can't drink. So you're typical oh, and you're so, Oh, right? Like you can't yeah. even drink. Yeah. I went to a Christmas party and I looked at the bartender. Thank God it was a Christmas party. And they're all like, I was like, I'm pregnant. Nobody knows. Can you just feed me like whatever? She's like, I got you, girl. I was like, oh my God, you're amazing. <laughs> and everyone thought at the party that I was drunk because I'm weird sober and I'm weird drunk. So like <laughs> nobody thought any different, right? So like you can't even drink. So I began feeling nauseous. And I had had the first miscarriages we spoke about. So I had had a doctor's appointment in between and knew that I weighed 116 pounds. And I was, I was whatever. So I began vomiting. I began vomiting anywhere. I worked the night shift at this time, anywhere between four and eight times every single night. And then I would sleep all day. And I, on my days off, I would sit on the couch and cry and I got to the point like one time there were four dishes like most of us do <laughs> there were four dishes in the sink and my goal all day was to do those four dishes and my husband comes home and I was like <laughs> he's like I can do the dishes I was like you're missing the point so I started choosing food that I was easy for me to vomit so after doing like a you know a steak sandwich I then realized that fruit is easy to vomit so oh, I could throw God. right this is where my life went so I would talk to other women and mm. I would say hey and they're like, yeah, that's normal. Like, I had that. No, normal. and see, I was nauseous a lot, and I threw up like once. I know that's probably gonna irritate you, but I'm just saying, like, I was still nauseous. Though. I'm gonna move past that awkward <laughs> silence. <laughs> so I did not have the high. No, thing. but nobody. I did not. But so few people. But every woman feels nausea and vomiting. So I call the doctor around 10 weeks and I'm like, hey, what's up? And it's another nurse. And I'm my God, I love nurses. I am a nurse. But man, we minimize the shit out of people. And I, she's like, can you keep some food down? And I, I'm a very straightforward person. I said, yeah, sure. I can keep some food down. 
because I could keep, in quote, oh, quote, some, some food down. Some, yes. When I showed up at 13 weeks after many hours of Googling pregnancy and at one time crying to take me to an abortion clinic, <laughs> I mean, I wasn't serious, but I think I was, but I wasn't. I never went. Clearly, I have Graham. I showed up at the doctor's office weighing 98 pounds. That's crazy. I had lost 15% of my body weight. And when I spoke to the doctor, I sa- he said, you didn't tell me it was this bad. And I looked at him and I said, I did. I called. And he said, you never told me. And I said, I did. But your nurse told me that it was fine. Yes. And so it really started. And that is just the first trimester. Mm-hmm. Because the saga goes on. But the hyperemesis, that persists throughout the whole thing. I mean, I think that it does isn't for that 20% one of, of women. Right. That's part of the hallmark of that. Is, is it, it, it is will for continue. 20%. A lot. So hyperemesis is defined by losing. So mild hyperemesis is 5% of your body weight. Moderate is 10%. And massive or major or whatever is 15% of your body weight. And those with 15% of their body weight or loss are at an increased risk of miscarriage. They're at an increased risk of developing gallstones. They're at an increased risk of developing ulcers. There's at an there's a lot of that happens with the severe hyperemesis. Mild to moderate, your body does in fact kind of regenerate and do okay. But this severe hyperemesis is kind of what we're talking about. Um and most women will start getting relief from symptoms between 14 and 16 weeks. Because mm-hmm. um, that's when we hear, you know, the second trimester rolls around, which for a lot of women is, you know, that the better period, right? Because you're yes. not so big yet in the third trimester where you're super uncomfortable. The nausea has sort of stopped, and so you're feeling a little bit better. That's like a lot of women's, you know, that's when they can really, quote-unquote, enjoy being pregnant as much as you can. And you can tell people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because you're starting to feel a little bit. And you have your um, ultrasound. Yes. So so you can see the baby and you know what it's going to be. You start getting, if you want to, and you start getting excited about it. Well, and there's that question too, like when to tell people. Mm-hmm. I say tell people when you want to tell people. Yeah, when you want to tell people. If you want to tell them in the first trimester and you're totally comfortable with saying I had a miscarriage, which I wish there were more women out there like that because mm-hmm. I feel like we need to normalize that more. Then well, you for go me, ahead and yes, do it. and that for me, that was the thing. It was like, okay, I'll tell certain people in the first trimester, but my question was, am I going to also be okay with telling them if something were to happen? Yes, and I, I didn't tell anyone. I didn't also want to untell. So I to speak. didn't have social media, so I told whoever I wanted to tell, and it, it kind of got to the point where it's very obvious that I am miserable. I mean, I was miserable. So we move into the second trimester. Mm-hmm. So the first trimester in general feels crappy. And that's because the, and I always get these wrong, but the placenta is not totally developed. Mm-hmm. Once that's developed, the ACG hormone that they think is what's correlated with hyperemesis and you feeling terrible, it's now with inside the placenta. And so once that begins to form, you're doing a lot better. Yeah, because the placenta starts to take the hit. Yes. Yep. And so... You, oh, fun fact about hyperemesis that oh, I learned. From so, Amy Schumer. Yes. I, was it that or something else? But anyways, back in the 1950s, um, doctors... So you talk about, you know, your doctor said, mm-hmm. well, you didn't really tell me. Doctors thought that the when women had hyperemesis, or women with severe nausea and vomiting, that they were actually just seeking attention. 
And so um, it wasn't actually looked at as a medical condition at all. It was just the woman um, was attention-seeking, and that's why she was complaining of nausea and making herself vomit. Yeah, well, I mean... Isn't that a, that's quite why something? I, that's why I experienced it. Of course. because all I wanted you was You are attention. so attention-seeking. <laughs> well, and Look know, at you losing all that weight. But what's Man. funny is, even in, you know, this is 2015, and once you have, and we won't just focus on hyperemesis, but once you have hyperemesis, you're, you're way more likely to have it for every pregnancy so you don't you don't get to escape it um but what was interesting to me was i'm not an over like i'm not an exaggerator when i feel miserable but how under sympathetic people were i, I you know it's kind of was like oh yeah i was sick too because it's par for the course right yeah, i was sick too yeah, and you're i didn't pregnant. have a scale oh, at my yeah, house like nauseous. i didn't have a scale i knew i was getting skinny i knew i was miserable but everybody had told me that that means the baby's doing well and yeah. i was like well fuck all right the baby's <laughs> doing well i'm miserable but like okay okay i wanted it i wanted it this yep. is cool i'm looking skinny real thin <laughs> things are moving on so we're gonna move to the second trimester so the second trimester for the women, we often feel better. Our bellies are growing. We can start feeling the babies move. We'll get some body aches. Our vaginas will swell. Yes. That is normal. Well, that happened with my second pregnancy, that not my, my first. Yes. And it was weird. It's so weird. And the whole time it's happening, I'm thinking, man, I hope this goes back to normal because this is not a good look. It did. It went back to normal for everyone sitting in suspense out there. <laughs> but it's normal to swell. Um, Just like a lot of weight down there. Your nipples get dark. Mm. Isn't that fun? That's another fun one. You can have numbness and tingling in your hands. Yes. And you can have swelling of your ankles and your feet. Of course, yes. Yeah, so the baby, the skin is beginning to form. The muscles and the bones are continuing to form. Your body is making the sucking motion. So that soaking motion and the ability to latch quote unquote happens in the second trimester i didn't know that yeah so that's when your child learned to be attached to your nipple which is pretty much the only thing they know how to do when they're born well good news they learned it in the second trimester <laughs> at 20 weeks your baby can hear and swallow its eyes lashes brows and fingernails are beginning to grow so that's creepy 24 the bone marrow begins making red blood cells their taste buds form their lungs form and the baby sleeps at regular intervals which apparently your child did not learn no we skipped that week yeah and you've skipped it now yeah so and the testicles have moved from the abdomen into the scrotum good for the girls their uterus and ovaries are now in place and she's got her lifetime supply of eggs (laughs) not fun yes so that's what's happening with her Women, on the other hand, how was your second trimester? So my second trimester actually wasn't bad. My first was, like, icky, right? We got that bad taste in your mouth, you're nauseous, got a lot of headaches, blah, 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 blah. My second trimester wasn't bad. Um, I mean, I just didn't enjoy not being able to drink a lot. Yeah. And I stayed pretty tired throughout my whole pregnancy. But other than that, I remember second trimester was relatively fine. Uh, cool. It was really like my third trimester that, but we're especially, not there yet. oh yeah, but that's the one that sucked the most for me, especially with my second kid. So my second trimester sucked, um, <laughs> along with the first. <laughs> I continued to chew on turds in my mouth at all times. <laughs> um, I continued to vomit and not gain any weight, at which point I developed, uh, it happened one night, I found myself on my hands and forth 
floors, vomitingly, like vomiting uncontrollably into the toilet. And I was in severe pain. It wasn't in my belly, but it was in my upper and my lower back. And so I knew that it wasn't the baby causing it, but I just kind of went through it. I tell some coworkers at work, hey, I got, and they're like, ooh, that's acid reflux. You ain't going to be able to have a normal childbirth. And I was like, ooh, wow, acid reflux and no joke, right? I go on to have um, another one of these. I go out to Oregon. I have another one, at which point I call my dad, Rick, our donator. And <laughs> Slicky I, Ricky. Slicky Ricky. <laughs> I call him and I'm like, I was on all fours for four hours. I vomited nonstop. I was in so much pain. Dad, acid reflux is no joke. And he Stop. looks at me and says, that ain't acid reflux. He's like, that's your gallbladder. So I um, called the doctor at this point and said, hey, I got an ultrasound next week to figure out the sex of the baby. Can you just swoop over my my gallbladder and just take a look? <laughs> have a little look. Can you just look at, look at Have a little look um, At this point, I weigh 103 pounds. So I have gained a total of five pounds. Great job. What had gotten a little bit better. <laughs> um, and I he calls back. And at this point, he knows I'm a minimizer. So he's like, I've got you scheduled for an ultrasound for Monday. At which point we go in and realize that I am littered with gallstones. So when you lose so much weight so rapidly, you're more likely to develop gallstones. Um, so my gallbladder was basically trashed. And I was given the option. I had four gallbladder attacks of I needed to go remove the gallbladder because I had a one in five chance of losing the baby if I did not remove my gallbladder or a one in 20 chance from the surgery. So at 20 weeks, we went in and I risked it because the baby was not viable. So we knew that if I had lost Graham during the surgery, that that was going to be that. Um, We went in and I had my gallbladder removed at 20 weeks because I still only had gained five pounds. Mm. Um, We went to the birthing class two days later because God help us if we forgot a birthing (laughs) class. (laughs) Meanwhile, I'm sure at this point I'd gain like 20 pounds. <laughs> I know, everyone around me is so to like great. So to normalize most other listeners out there, like, yeah, I was gaining. I was eating five guys. I was doing my damn thing over here at the Chinese <laughs> buffet. Right? So I then, the moment I had that surgery, I got to stop chewing on turds in my mouth. Yay! <laughs> no more turds. And so the third, second trimester is between 13 and 28 weeks. And I would say after I had the surgery, I had a couple of weeks where I felt pretty good. Right. So we're going to move into the third trimester. (laughs) So in the third trimester, the woman, she starts feeling short of breath. She has swelling. Her her breasts are tender. They're massive. She has heartburn. She has trouble sleeping. She has contractions. The baby... The bones are formed but soft. They kick and they jab and their eyes open. They can see light. Their lungs are now practicing breathing. So they're inhaling the exhaling. 36 weeks, they've, they're getting bigger. And by mm-hmm. 39 weeks, their organs are fully formed. Yay. So how was your third trimester? It was pretty annoying. I mean, nothing as bad as what you're describing over there. But my, <laughs> I felt big. I was aching a lot. I remember by the end of the day, and this did not happen with my first pregnancy, but my second when I, at the end of the day, I would walk a lot when I was pregnant. And by the end of the day, like, I couldn't move without grunting. Like, the only thing that would bring me relief was just, like, soaking in a tub. Because I just felt like everything was so heavy. And 
he would get hiccups all the time. And so, like, there was a lot of that. And the heartburn was really bad. And I remember I had heartburn with my first pregnancy. But during my delivery of my second pregnancy, my esophagus felt like it was on fire. And they even gave me some medication, which I promptly threw up. So, that was fun. But, I mean... Yeah, I would say my third trimester with my second pregnancy was probably the worst. Just because, again, the vaginal swelling, yep. the weight of everything, yep. you know, just like the discomfort and the pain and all that was fine. I was just worried that it was going to remain that way, <laughs> which again, has. it didn't. It didn't. I even, it's just funny. So I experienced some vaginal changes, right? And so I go into my OB and I'm like, listen, I know I'm not due for an exam, but for my peace of mind, I'm going to need you to look down there <laughs> because I need to make sure that all is well and there is not something crazy going on. And this poor guy, he looked and he wasn't my normal OB. He was just the one that fit me in, right? And he was like, yes, Miss Pfeiffer, I can assure you everything's okay down oh, that's here. Creepy. And I'm just like, okay, great. Thank you. I appreciate you uh, taking a look. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We moved into my third trimester. <laughs> Where I proceeded to, unfortunately, when you have hyperemesis, you, I had the nausea relief, but I still continued to vomit. And that was constant. I also continued to have a hard time eating. And that was with both pregnancies. Both pregnancies. Meanwhile, I'm down at the Pizza Hut buffet. Yeah. <laughs> And Every day's Thanksgiving. And it's interesting because so many people told me, quote unquote, how good I looked. And I was glowing, were you? I, no. <laughs> no. That's so, just the toilet water backsplash. It's moving on. <laughs> so I had the nausea got better, but I still continued to vomit. I got in a car wreck at 32 weeks. At 34 weeks, I vomited nonstop to the point where I required to be hospitalized. Um and had to spend three nights in the hospital over the New Year's holiday. Um, apparently, that's when I learned. Nobody wants to tell you that hyperemesis can last the entire pregnancy. Because I looked at my doctor and was like, I'm throwing up a lot more now. And he was like, yeah, it, it, it does happen. I'm like, okay, sounds good. Sounds cool. Good. Cool. 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 And at this point, it was such a normal part of my day that it really didn't interrupt things. Um, when I went for my third trimester, the doctor had made my goal at gaining four pounds past my normal weight. So the whole like, all right, let's gain 25 pounds was kind of out the door. My goal was 28 or 20 pounds. I ended up gaining 12 pounds past my normal weight at 128 when I finally had Graham. Um, I was uncomfortable, but more for me was not my body being uncomfortable. It was just being miserable i'm um, i continued to vomit through the whole thing i also just continued to struggle with the fact that i wanted to be happy because i was pregnant yeah i wanted to have this baby but on the outside i was like oh for the love of god help me so i ended up um delivering graham naturally seven days early with with meyer i was very pregnant uh, I did not gain a lot of weight with him because I had hyperemis with both. But we had a patient that had a seizure in the um, the lobby or the waiting room of the ICU. So I ran out because I was doing charge. I ran out and I could not walk for the remainder of that day because I had that round ligament pain. Oh, yeah. I remember that. I had that pretty rough. Yeah. It was terrible. Yeah. I remember one time I, I went for a walk and halfway through I thought to myself, I don't know if I'm going to be able to make it home. 
Yeah. <laughs> that round ligament pain, I did not experience my first. With the second, it's it's quite a doozy. So I had multiple diagnoses during my pregnancy. Yeah, you I did. had liver disease in pregnancy. I had pre-diabetics because I had failed my first screen and almost failed my second screen. I had multiple ones. So normal complications in <laughs> pregnancy include anemia. You can get UTIs. Mental health. People get depressed and anxious. We talked about that earlier. You have hypertension, pregnancy-induced hypertension, diabetes, obesity, infections, STD, and like we've talked about a lot, hyperemesis. So if you're out there and... You're feeling bad about your pregnancy. Whitney probably just made you feel better because of all the crap that she went through. Sort of. You know, I've talked to so many women that feel like I did, which was every time I went to the doctor, there was a new diagnosis. Yeah. I mean, my, you know, my neighbor, she got diagnosed with pregnancy-induced hypertension, PIH, right? And that has to do with, you know, your body is producing more blood, and therefore when it produces more blood, you, it's kind of, it's a lot, but it increases your cardiac output, increasing your cardiac, you know, your heart rate. So your stroke volume is increased. So your, your system is like your vascular, like your veins become less resistant. So then you have hypertension. She had that. Then she got diagnosed with, you know, diabetes. And so she's on insulin shots and she's on pills and all the while you are so happy to be having a baby, but yeah. it, the shit ain't pretty sometimes. No, and I think, you know, that's the thing is is everyone has a different experience. And, you know, you don't, just because you don't love being pregnant doesn't mean that you're not appreciative that you're pregnant or you're not going to love your baby. I think sometimes, um, you know, people get caught up in there there's this um view that you have to just love being pregnant and be so grateful for the experience it's a gift yeah. of life blah 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 but your experience is your experience and well, it's gonna be and different for everyone and it's gonna be uncomfortable my and pregnant that's okay was not to love so it. shitty that yeah. when they came i was psyched to have them they put Meyer in my arm i was like i want a third <laughs> <laughs> well i still think about um and i didn't have near the struggles you had but I still am grateful to this day that I'm not, my son's six months and I'm not pregnant anymore. I just didn't enjoy, I, I didn't enjoy being pregnant. I didn't have those complications, but, you know, I had different stuff. Like, for example, I had a stuffy nose the entire time I was pregnant and my nose bled constantly. And it was just something called a pregnancy rhinitis, yeah. which is caused, you know, you're, I went to go see an ENT about it. But it's like most things in pregnancy, there's nothing you can do about it. There's nothing. It's just the passing of time. And, and it's, it's it is just, what it is. And it is what it is. And I mean, I think that the thing is, is that you are joyous. Sure. You are so happy to have this baby. And like we talked about with miscarriages or IVF, like you want the child. Absolutely. And therefore you feel bad for being miserable. But don't feel bad because it sucks a little. It does. <laughs> and it's like a-okay. So I have some fun pregnancy facts. Go for it. All right. Ready? Yep. So what do you think the longest? Okay. So a normal pregnancy is 280 days. What is the longest pregnancy in history? Mm, I don't know. Guess. 44 weeks. So that would be another 740. I don't know about in days. That's hard. So you're looking at 308. So 375 days. How many weeks is that? In 1945. I don't know. Divided by seven. What is it? 300 and what? 375 days. In 1945 in LA, she went 100 days past her due date. So you can That is 53 weeks. Yeah. Is that for sure? Yeah, that's, that's in, crazy. That's, that is and the a ba- record. How much did the baby went weigh? Do Girl, we I didn't get the details. I just stopped Dang, that lane. Fifty three weeks. Right. So every time we that's do thirteen weeks. Yeah. 
That's another trimester. Wow. By the way, can we talk one second? A pregnancy is not 10 months. That's like 11 months. That's insane. A pregnancy is not 10 months. Uh, What? A pregnancy is not 10 months. 40 weeks, whatever. It's nine months in one week. I just want to clarify that because that is my pet peeve. I like to round up. You you like to say 10 months. It felt like it. It it, felt like it it feels like a hundred. Like at least it. for that for that lady in LA, that was a long time. Oh my god! Do you know what the shortest pregnancy has oh, been? What? Where a baby has oh, lived twenty four weeks, twenty one weeks and four days. Goodness gracious! And that baby's alive, alive and well as a Good. toddler, right? Gosh, how old was the oldest woman? Seventy mm, two. Holy shit! You went big. <laughs> you went real big. What is it? Sixty six. Oh, that's still quite. Thick. It's close, but damn. That's my mother. That's my mother. When do you start producing your milk? Oh well, second trimester. Give me a weeks. Twenty. Fourteen. Wow. It's about fourteen weeks. Yeah. you can produce milk. And I would imagine if your second or more baby, it's earlier and earlier. Did you know that there are babies born with teeth? Yes, I did know that. Actually, what do you think your risk is? Oh, it's low. Okay. One in ten. One in ten? I don't know. Holy shit, that's ten percent. <laughs> I don't know. See, no. What is it? You keep making what? me guess. I hate that game. One in two thousand. Okay. Yeah, one in ten. Well, there's a there's a Instagram filter trend where people pretend their baby was born with teeth and when they show it, it's a full set of twenty four teeth. Just for those out there yeah, that are wondering that is not accurate. Actually when baby or babies are born with teeth, they're they're like infantile teeth. They're kind of coney and pointy and they're very small and there's one or two of them. There's not a whole jowl of 24 teeth. That's fake. People are, that's clickbait. Uh, my dad helped deliver a baby that was born with a full set of teeth and no anus. <laughs> it's a whole another episode, I feel like. We're not going to spend a whole episode on that. <gasps> We're All not. right. Ready? Yes. The biggest baby ever born. I don't know. 22 pounds. Oh, wow. 1876. 22 pounds. 22 pounds. So the next time you Whoa. feel bad about your vagina, you yeah, can crap out a 22-pound baby. doesn't even, he weighs 18 pounds. That's crazy. Ooh. I thought the record was like 14. No. 22. That baby actually in 1879 uh, did not live very long, I'm but there's sure. been one in Italy that did live. About 22 pounds. Yep, you got it. All right, girl, what's our next episode? Hey, well, thank you for listening. Next week, we're going to talk about viruses and children. We're going to talk about, yeah. All very timely, but we appreciate you listening to today's episode. If you'd like to give us feedback or provide topic suggestions or just tell us your own funny stories, reach out to us at slightlycrunchymomcast at gmail.com. Or even better, you can buy us a beer. You know we like to drink. Donate via buymeacoffee.com slash slightlycrunchery. As you might have heard in previous episodes, my also-talented husband just might write you a custom song. Have a great day, everyone. Bye. Bye.